Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. We want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for today's podcast. We thank you for those who have tuned in. We pray for those who are seeking peace, unity, and healing. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return into you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I've got good news and I have bad news. The gospel is the good news that is to be shared, not carried. Each week, I encourage you to share your faith with the unsaved. When we only depend on ministers to share the word, laymen miss opportunities to transmit the message of the cross. Jesus commanded that the gospel message be shared with the entire world in Mark 16, verse 15, saying, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Some have taken this as a suggestion, not a command, while others have placed this command squarely on the eleven apostles, thinking that this command only applies to them. My Christian friends, in this day and time, with days filled with fear over COVID-19 and a time of social unrest, we continue to be bombarded with bad news. We have the good news, and rarely, if ever, do we share it. I thank those of you who have shared this ministry with others. Paul announced that he would preach the gospel in Romans 15 and 20, saying, I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another's foundation. Folks, Paul preached to the Gentiles in places that did not have established churches. There are plenty of opportunities for you to share Jesus with someone who may not know him. Look at how Paul describes his willingness to proclaim the gospel in Galatians 1 and 15 through 16a. It reads, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, and called me through his grace to reveal his Son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles. My friends, God called Paul, and if you are a believer, he has called you as well. And if God has called you, then you have an obligation to tell others why you have hope. You may meet a thousand people in your lifetime, and what if God ordains that you witness to the one person who goes on to become a powerful evangelist? You won't know who that person is, but God does. Instead of picking and choosing who to witness to, let the Holy Spirit be your guide. A Christian client of mine told me years ago that he assumed everyone he met was an unbeliever until they proved him otherwise. Here's what he said to me on the phone. Do you know where you will spend eternity? I told him, yes, with Jesus Christ. His follow-up question was, how do you know that you will spend eternity with Jesus? When I told him that I believed Jesus came to earth to suffer for my sins and was crucified for me and God raised him from the dead and that I will be raised from the dead as well, he said, brother, I'll see you in heaven. Folks, I was about to have church on the spot. Romans 1 and 16 declares, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also the Greek. Friends, are you able to ask those two questions when the opportunity to ask them comes up? Again, the two questions are, Do you know where you will spend eternity? And the follow-up question how do you know that you will spend eternity with Jesus? Now, when we turn to 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 13 and 14, it announces, 
But we are always bound to give thanks to God, always for you, brethren beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth to which he called you by our gospel, for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. I told you at the beginning of this podcast that I had some good news and some bad news. The good news is that before the beginning of time, God chose who would be saved. Now think about that for a minute. Before you were conceived, God had already selected you and placed your name in the book of life. I'll address the book of life in another podcast. The key word is elect, and that is good news. God has chosen you to be a Christian. God has chosen you to be a special part of his plan. Now, friends, that's praiseworthy that you have been elected, selected, saved from your sins, and set apart to do his will. Colossians 3 verses 12 and 13 instructs Christians what they must do, not should do, must do. It says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Folks, that's a nice long list of personality-conforming traits of a new man or new woman. You were elected long ago, but your conversion was recent compared to eternity. In Peter's greeting found in 1 Peter, first chapter, verses 1 and 2, he writes these words, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace to you, and peace be multiplied. My friends, the key phrase in these verses is, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. If you believe, as I do, that God is all-knowing, then you must believe that He already knows who will be saved. And if He already knows who will be saved, then He will intervene on our behalf to make sure the gospel is presented to the unsaved. That's where you and I come in. God knows who will be elected, but you and I do not. It is not our job to decide who we think is worthy of heaven. That is already decided. Our job is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and let the Holy Spirit go to work. As I mentioned, I have good news and I have bad news. Now for the bad news. Everybody is not going to heaven. I'm sorry. I really am. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, It's God's heaven, so it's God's rules for entry. There are several lists in the Bible concerning who does not gain entry into God's heaven. Paul writes at the end of Galatians 5, 18 through 21, that those who practice such things should not inherit the kingdom of God. What things? There's a difference between someone who's practicing the sins on this list and those who lapse into sin occasionally. Both are sins. Both are detestable to God. But one asks for forgiveness and is cleansed, while the other goes on to continue in their sin. Let's look at the list found in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, which is violating the marriage agreement by having sex with others, fornication, sex between two unmarried people, uncleanness, the opposite of God's purity, including impure speech and pornography, lewdness, 
which is ready to sin any time, all the time, and with no shame, idolatry, the worship of any god, little g, except the Lord God, big G, sorcery, which is witchcraft, the service and worship of the occult using drugs and spells, hatred, the inner motivation for the ill treatment of others. Our current social dilemma is dealing with years of hatred, contentions, a combative and argumentative spirit, jealousies, the desire to have what someone else has, outburst of wrath, you lose your temper and you're unable to control your temper, selfish ambitions, you are no service to others, only profit and power. This sounds like our current president. Dissensions, a society that flies apart instead of coming together. Does that sound familiar? Heresies, wrongful dividing over opinions. Envy, bitter because someone else has it and we don't. Murders, taking a life. Drunkenness, drinking to become impaired. Revelries, unrestrained partying. My friends, if you have done anything on this list, you can be forgiven. Just ask God. But if you are a pro at anything on this list, chances are slim that you will ask for forgiveness. If you love what's on this list more than you love God, you are not going to make it into heaven. Not my opinion, not my rules, God's rules. Christians do not have the right to denounce anyone on this list because we are all ex-somethings. We are to love the sinner, but hate the sin. Paul has another list in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9, and it specifies additional condemned. Unrighteousness, those who live wicked, sinful lives as opposed to living God's way. Homosexuals, same-sex intercourse. Sodomites, anal intercourse. Thieves, taking possessions without permission. Again, if this is a practice or a lifestyle, I'm sorry. God's word says that you will not get into heaven. John has a list in Revelation 21 and 8. It reads, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Folks, John adds these doomed souls to the list that won't go to heaven. Cowardly is the person who chooses self over Jesus. Liars, they are the children of the father of lies, Satan. There you have it, the bad news. But you don't have to remain on these lists. You can ask for forgiveness today and start as a new person in Christ. Let's pray. Father, forgive us of our sins. Clean us and bring us into right relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, as well as your praise reports, to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you may mail your check to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.